Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is again on coronavirus, but we're specifically talking about the CARES Act regarding checks to personal, uh, charitable contributions, as well as net operating losses. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro. Mike Jezoshek. Now, again, I mentioned on today's episode, we're going to go into the CARES Act. And this was part of the big stimulus package that the government funded. In the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about loans for small businesses. So we've talked about the PPP loan, the EIDL loan. Those are mainly for businesses. And as you know, there's a lot of changes going on to those loans. So initial guidance was given out, and now there's more clarity given around them. So be sure to check our Coronavirus Resource Center to check up on any kind of changes to that. We're constantly updating this page, so check into that. But I want to dig more into on some of the personal items and how these affect you as a business owner. So the item that everybody's talking about is these checks. So uh, what they're calling them is an advanced tax credit. Well, basically, these are these checks that they're talking about that they're going to send to individuals. Now, first off, let's talk about the amount. The amount of these checks is going to be $1,200 if you're single or $2,400 if you're married filing a joint return. Now, you also get $500 for each dependent age 16 or younger as of December 31st, 2020. So again, you're getting these checks in the mail. They're going to be for $1,200 if you're single. $2,400 if you're married, uh, plus $500 for each dependent. Now, there is an income cap on this. So if you make over a certain amount of income, you will not get one of these checks. And that income starts to phase out at at $75,000 if you're single or $150,000 if you're filing a joint return, if you're married. So once you hit um, $75,000 as a single payer or $115,000 as a joint payer, the amount of that credit or that ref- or that check is going to start to diminish and eventually fully phase out. So just keep that in mind. If you're over those limits, if you're over those amounts, um, that you might not get the full check. Now, the advanced credit amount is based on 2019 adjusted gross income from your tax return or 2018 adjusted gross income if you have not yet filed your 2019 return. Um, if you're if you're on Social Security, it'd be based on your 2019 Social Security benefits statement. Um, that would be if you did not file a 2018 or 2019 return. So if you're on Social Security not filing 2018, 2019, it's going to be on your benefits statement. So again, that that income dollar limit is based on your 2019 AGI or your 2018 AGI if you have not yet uh, filed your 2019 return. And um, again, the amounts are $1,200 for single, $2,400 for married, plus $500 for each dependent. Um, it will They will start to phase out if your income exceeds $75,000 if you're single or $150,000 uh, if you're married. Now, a big thing about this, and this is where there's a lot of question, is that this, um, this, this check that they're going to be sending is actually an advanced tax credit 
for your 2020 return. So this is an advanced tax credit for your 2020 tax return. And so if in 2019, let's say you do not qualify, your income is too high, but in 2020, your income dropped and now you would have qualified, you're going to get a benefit for that when you file your 2020 tax return. So you might not, you're not going to get a check now because your income was potentially over that amount, but you're still going to get a credit for it if your 2020 income ends up falling under the threshold. So just keep that in mind. Now, if the flip happens, 2019, you qualify for it, but then in 2020, your income jumps and you don't qualify for it. Right now, we believe that you will not have to pay back that 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 credit or that check that you received, but there hasn't been full guidance on that. So just keep that in mind. This is a re, this is a prepayment essentially of a 2020 tax credit. What you will get when you file your 2020 tax return in 2021. And so, um, if your income is dropping in 2020, but you had higher income in prior years, you may still get that credit. You're just not going to get it until you file your tax return. And if your income increases in 2020, making you disqualified, but you still got the credit because in 2018 or in 2019 you qualified. We do not believe they'll make you pay that back, but official guidance on that has not um, has not been given yet. Now, it's important to also note is that this check that you're getting does not interfere with the tax debts. So if you have tax debts already, that doesn't interfere or matter with this check that you're going to be getting. Um, so just keep that in mind that you don't have to worry if you owe taxes um, and you still qualify for this credit, you're still going to get it even if you have a, a tax um, liability due. Now, the next piece I want to talk about is charitable contributions. So prior to you know the typical law that was in place is that you cannot give to charity more than 50% or 60% of your, your um, adjusted gross income. So if you had a big charity giving above your uh above 60% of AGI, you wouldn't get that, that amount over 60% would roll over to future years. Now with the CARES Act, they increased this. So there is no AGI limit for contributions. You can contribute up to 100%, uh, give a charity, give a charity up to 100% of your income. So this is important to know. Those that might be utilizing a high-end tax strategy, you can really take advantage of that here in 2020. Now it's important to note that this 2020 uh, no limit rule does not apply to contributions to donor-advised funds. So if you're contributing to a donor-advised funds, this does not qualify you for that. This is just charitable giving. Um, there is no cap for 2020 outside of donor-advised funds. Another cool thing that they're doing is that if you're not an itemizer, so if you don't itemize deductions, you may now deduct up to $300 of a cash charitable contribution above the line. This is not something that typically happens. So um, this is going to be something that's going to start now here in the 2020 tax year. So um, just keep that in mind if you are qualifying for that. Now, the final piece I want to talk about is not net operating losses. Um, the CARES Act temporarily suspends some of the, the changes that were made through the Tax Cut and Jobs Act way back in at the end of 2017, where they limited uh, some of the items on the net operating losses. So for net operating losses, if you had a business with an operating loss that arose in tax years 2018, 2019, or 2020, you're now able to carry them back five years. So you might be able to obtain refunds for taxes previously paid if you have a net operating loss item that comes up. So this is a change to what the um, Tax Cut and Jobs Act, you had to carry that forward. Now with this CARES Act, you're able to 
um, carry it backwards. So you might be able to get a refund on some prior items you had if you have a net operating loss in 2018, 19, or 2020. So this is, again, we're, we're, we're looking into things outside of just your typical um, PPP loan, EIDL loan, and some of the business stuff. I wanted to touch on some personal stuff because I know that these are questions that everybody is having. So again, let's look at these checks, these checks that you're going to be getting in the mail or, that, or these checks you're going to be getting direct deposited. They're $1,200 if you're single or $2,400 if you're married, plus you get $500 for each dependent that you have. Now, those checks will start to phase out and potentially come to zero once your income goes over 75 for those that are single and over 150 for those that are married. And these credits are based on, so when they're finding that whether you're over or under that limit, it's based on your 2019 adjusted gross income or your 2018 adjusted gross income if you have not yet filed your 2019 tax return. And again, these are advances for a 2020 tax credit. So if you happen to not get a check uh, when they come out in the next month or two, um, you will be able to still get that credit if you qualify when you file your 2020 taxes. So just keep that in mind. Um, and if you get a credit, but you weren't supposed to because your 2020 income is higher now, we're not quite sure if you have to repay that back or not. Um, my guess is, is the answer is going to be no, but there hasn't been official clarification on that. The other item we talked about today was charitable contributions. Um, charitable contributions, there is no limit now. You can contribute, you can deduct and get an itemized deduction for charitable contributions up to 100% of your AGI. Previously, there was limit, limits of 50 and 60%. So that is gone, which could be very helpful for those that are utilizing a high-end tax strategy. And again, if you don't itemize taxes, you will now in uh, 2020 be able to deduct up to $300 of cash charitable contributions. This wasn't allowed unless you were an itemizer before. They're making this slight change. And the final piece we talked about today was net operating losses. Um, Previously, with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in late 2017, they reduced the ability to carry back net operating losses. But now for net operating losses that happened in 2018, 2019, or 2020, you can carry them back up to five years to obtain refunds um, of taxes that you may have previously paid. So hope that is helpful. Again, in the note, show notes, I'm going to include a link to our resource center so that you can access um, constant updates that we have on there. We're updating things as much as possible. Um, so we're going to continue to do that for both this CARES Act and business um, items, everything involved. So do check out that. If you have any questions on any of this, hit us up in the Facebook group um, and we can um, you know, continue to touch on these topics and fight through this tough time. I hope everybody is out there staying safe. I hope you're able to weather this storm, get through it. And, and I hope your business can, can survive this and really really see some opportunities to really grow your business coming out of this. So um, thanks again for tuning into another episode and I will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go, we created a Facebook group called building a successful law firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free. And you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with, and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's Building a Successful Law Firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. 
If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.